This is the Five Next Steps show with Daniel Dua. So, hi, how you doing? Um, I don't know what time it is over there, but yeah, over here it's a beautiful Saturday morning. You can hear the birds chiming. I want to talk about uh, something that uh, we've come to get very accustomed to, but it's not what it seems. It's it's smoking mirrors. I want to talk about words today. W O R D S words. In the society we live in, the thrown around community ethos. One thing I've come to realize is this: you are part of a community until you are not. There's no community per se. A lot of people work so hard to join a thing that's already going, and you find those things have roots, and the roots are steeped in things that normally are not in the open. So, um, hi, how you doing? Um, I had started to record this earlier, and then I saw a bee in the house, and I like, you know, I don't like insects in the house. Although I think we should love bees because they're great for the environment. Now I know you're wondering, you didn't come here to listen to animals and bees and ecosystem stuff. What I want to talk about today is community. Community, the word community. Personally, I feel like that word has always been overused. And normally it's uh, interest groups, it's people who have formed whatever organizations they are. Most people want to join this organization. Most people want to be part of those organizations and initiatives and whatever it is. The problem is if you work all your life to join something that's already established. Let me say that again slowly. If you work all your life to join something that's already been established you have to play by the rules of the founding members you have to be pushing the agendas of the founding members whether you know it or not whether it's knowledgeable to you or not you have to play by those rules and sometimes you work so hard to join and then once you're in there you realize this is not what i wanted this is not what I've, I've signed for normally it's it's a challenge it's it's a, it's a big challenge because you're already part of the community and you identify as it then you have to play by the, those rules and and the problem of joining communities is either you become a cult of that community and whether things are going wrong or right then it becomes difficult to you know to 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 distance yourself so you have to defend the horrible things and that's why you know like the other day i was running a session with these kids uh, about 17 16 17 and uh 18s just under 18s really and one of the uh, young girls uh, asked me why is it that in organized anything bad things happen yet there are laws yet they stand if you read that if you read at uh, the mortal or the values stays you know they stand with the truth they stand with honesty they stand with integrity but she didn't see integrity and then she went on to break down and share her experience which was like really really big of her share experience of how she went through a lot of trauma in in a religious organization at little on how her parents were always committed to 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 the work and they were never at home so and then uh, when they were at home, they were at this religious thing that they had to go to. And when they're not there, they were at the private club. And there were so many evils that befell her because the organizations that were community 
hid these things from public, hid these things from discussion. I didn't have an answer. Just an update, she's doing well, she's getting to counseling and she's getting help she needs. And there's never enough help, but you know, start where you are. So anyway, community, community, community. Personally, the way I think about community is when you start things, when you have people who share your values and you grow together, and despite the positive and the negative and whatever else in between, if you can be in a space where these people come back to you, whether you're doing doing great or not, but they're part of your community, I think it becomes uh, becomes a, a real community because otherwise just a label of people who are on the same platform, people who agree, people who have the same gods or, or leaders or political or cult, whatever it is. And the idea of community and cult are not very far between. They're the same thing in essence, the way I look at it, because most times is if you're not part of a community, we, we, we will mess with you. But if you're part of our community, we will protect you. And I think that's the wrong approach. We need to get into a society where we are open to everybody and everyone that sometimes shares our values. And I think there's also wisdom in informing communities with people who don't share your values. You can share valued experiences. Let me say that again. There's wisdom in joining people who don't share your values but share valued experiences. I've been part of many, many groups, and I don't like to call them community. They're groups because they exist when they're on, and when they're not, they don't, they don't exist. For example, the basic ones, so the ones that you, you're you going to be picking up every day. You wake up in the morning and go and watch. So you can have an excuse. There's always an excuse for why you're doing it. It's ecological, you're learning, you know, you're protecting the environment, those kind of things. You are, you are spreading your knowledge, that kind of thing. But it's just beautiful to wake up in the morning, go for a walk at four, at five in the morning, watch, look at all these birds, very relaxing. And then at the end of the day, you can go and have coffee or tea or whatever brew you want, sometimes gin if you want, and then have a conversation, real human conversation. And that's, that's the beauty of such going for bike rides in the morning, going for walks at, at the park in the morning, going for exercise in the morning. You form a grouping that of people who share and support each other. For example, I was talking to a friend of mine two days ago and she is enamored by by by, by the support because all her life she's been trying to lose weight. And my question was, um, why should you be trying to lose weight if this is your body type? So would you rather prefer to be healthy and active as opposed to lose this weight and f- form this um, this image that the community or the society say this is the coolest image, whatever. But who, who is this society? Who is the community? You know? So would you rather be healthy or would you rather be trying to attain this thing which is almost unattainable because when you lose the weight, unless you've changed your attitude and your life and the people who are surrounding you, the groupings that you're around and the people who support you, because your, your insecurities are going to be there, your body type is going to be there. But what is healthy for you? And I think that those are some of the most important things to think about. So she was enamored that she can get healthy as opposed to just lose weight. We, we got a nutritionist and uh, this nutritionist was talking to us about great food, whatever it is. Because sometimes even of, of great weight 
and height and all those things, but you're not taking good care of yourself. So you're getting pressure, you know, high blood pressure because of whatever it is. You're getting yourself in stressful situation. Yoga and African practices, a lot of African practices, when you go to a funeral, you go to, there's a plane that's flying above, I don't know if you can eat. So if you go to an African uh, African center, African village, African party or funeral, you find people are dancing, people are, are clapping, people are happy. There are these activities that are just very African. When you go to church, when you go to praise God, you, you're dancing and, you know, you're very active lifestyles, you know. We need to form groupings around that and, and be more organized. We're living in society today that you don't get a chance to be very active. And sometimes it's too late to... When, when you realize that uh, you need to be healthy and now it's a mandate, you, you're running in the morning because your heart will stop if you don't. You know, the doctor said, these are the doctor's orders, you have to run in the morning or you lose your life. We need to get to a point where we, we don't get there. People are living longer lives, but the quality of the life are not the best. Even getting to financial prudence, financial goals, life goals, most people are chasing the next shiny thing. And there's always going to be a next shiny thing because there's a kid who's sitting there today and thinking of how to upend the traditional thing, whatever it is, you know. Whatever you fancy today, tomorrow is not going to be so fancy. So you need to start developing experiential things in your life as opposed to just waking up in the morning and chasing the next thing. I mean, there's always going to be a better car, a bigger, a bigger house, a better pool, a better plane, whatever it is. But... There's nothing that takes away from sitting with your family and friends and enjoying that. There's nothing that beats sharing a meal with your neighbors. There's nothing that beats... And, and there might be issues there, you know, with family and friends and, you know, that, that's kind of things. People, people are people and you have to appreciate that. I remember working with these people and they're not very social. In fact, they were antisocial. But when it came to work... They would just fix your, your your setup because they had the opinion that the sooner you set up, the sooner you get into doing the thing, the better you get the results. And for me, that's, that's a grouping that I want to be with. Now, you don't want to go dancing with them. You know, you don't want to go having a party with them. Or, I mean, unless they want to. Understanding those nuances of people, understanding what words mean, words like community. And it's kind of annoying at most of the times because... They say, oh, we're part of a community until things fall apart and then we're not part of a community. If you look at uh, some of the scandals that have been happening in the last few few years, and for some reason planes are just flying overhead and I'm trying to mask it uh, running through filters and stuff. But if you look at the scandals that have happened in the last few years, they all started with the word community, the crypto community, the Bitcoin community, the whatever community, whatever it is. And then when the things fall apart is, oh, you know, you guys, you know, we said, we told you, you this is going to fall apart, whatever it is. After the fact, there's something to be told or to be said about retrospect. But also there's something to be told about human greed and biases, envy, human greed biases and envy those are very fundamental things that drive people and then you add in insecurity and things fall apart and things fall apart is a book i i read once in in high school uh, an african writer chinua achebi i think that's the name one one of the best african writers if you can find it go read it also you can read my books if you want to on amazon the, the point is this 
if you take greed, you take envy, and then you take agendas and in, people have interest. Everybody has either an agenda or an interest. And it depends what side of the bread you're battering that day. Once you understand these things, everything just applies. You find groupings that don't always share what you believe in, but shared values, shared values, shared values. Not just because we're in, in the same platform, not because we're doing the same thing, not because we're at a workplace. Because again, I've gotten into into conversation with a lot of people who say, oh, I'm part of this community because I work here. Let me say that again. I am part of this community because I work here. No, you're not you're not there to, to be part of a community. You're there to do your job. Hopefully have purpose in the job, but if not, you're gonna get paid and you leave. If that thing falls, folds and, and it doesn't exist anymore, if you are retrenched or retired or or fired, whatever it is, then that's gone. That is gone. So that's not your community. But the people you work with, you might find one or two people that you can bring outside of, of work. And that can form a community or a grouping, you know, in that sense. Because community is about shared values, not shared agendas, not shared interest, not 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 wanting, not one person wanting and the other person doesn't. Understanding this this basic stuff and understanding that humans have insecurities, humans are biased, humans have agendas, and most importantly, humans have interest. Every time you meet a person, you shake their hand or you look at them. You ask yourself, what is their interest? What is their agenda? And sometimes ask them. A great percentage of people will, honest people will tell you what their agenda is, what their interest is, what drives them, what 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 they need. And then you work towards achieving those things. And sometimes you reach the other side and you realize that's not what I wanted. That's what not what I needed. At least they know you have their interest at heart because having the interest at heart of yourself and for other people that is a community I can sign up for. Until the next one, my name is Daniel Dua. Bye-bye. Remember to try to be happy. Now I can say bye-bye. So, bye-bye. Five next steps by award-winning Daniel Dua. Finishing school for business leaders, business heads, chairs, chief executive officers, CEOs, chief operating officers, CFOs, and high-level management. Daniel Dua, an award-winning scaling expert, a global executive business leadership trainer helping individuals and corporations achieve clarity in uncertain times. Start your five next steps right now.